calories, conversations, connecting collectors and art enthusiasts. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, GM, GM, everybody, live from Paris, NFT Paris. Please be patient with me while I figure all of this out, because I can tell you right now, I'm stood here in a big mess of wires, and uh, it's not pretty, but uh, I'm enjoying it, and it's been a wonderful event so far. You'll probably all hear how hoarse my voice is. It's absolutely nothing to do with going out last night and getting trashed. It was... uh, just because the air quality in this hall is not great, honestly. I promise. Okay, we're good. Thank you, everyone, for persevering. Uh, the whole of NFT Paris there just dropped out for a moment, which is really frustrating. I'm connecting Craig. Hey, Craig, can you hear me? GM Ben. Oh, oh Craig, I'm so sorry. <laughs> not at all. I did, a so full, I did a full test run about... an hour and a half ago and it was perfection and the whole of nft paris literally everyone is scrabbling around at the moment wondering what the hell just happened because the internet just dropped in the whole room uh, i know you i know you would have done a practice run so <laughs> I, you know, it is what it is Fine. okay right everyone listen i'm gonna get straight to that bit um i am going to Yes, I'm going to jump straight to that bit where I introduce everybody. So Audio Galleries is an educational art-focused Web3 project working to connect emerging and established artists with you, a community of digital art collectors and enthusiasts. Hosted usually on Sundays at 8 p.m. GMT, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. We've gone a day earlier this weekend to celebrate the wonderful event here in NFT Paris. Each show uh, features an artist, either emerging or firmly established, who is focused on creating incredible artwork and making it available via the blockchain. I interview each guest, giving you, the audience, an opportunity to learn more about their style, their inspiration, their process, their previous works, and their future plans. And during the show, we launch an edition mint with artwork provided by the guest. And, uh, yeah, we make it available for 24 hours. uh, And we make it available to purchase for between somewhere between $15 and $75. Only holders of the Audio Gallery's Mint Pass are able to mint and collect these works. I take a snapshot of what a few hours before the show. I did that at 11 a.m. today in Paris. It was beautiful in a little office sat in front of the Eiffel Tower. I'm not even joking. It was amazing. Yeah, after the final supply is finished, um, 70% of the revenue generated after tax goes direct to the artist. 10% comes to me and 20% goes to the Audio Gallery's wallet. And using that wallet, we are building a gallery of amazing artworks and some infrastructure to support artists in the Web3 space forward. Okay, if you'd like more information, follow me, follow Audio Galleries on Twitter, uh, and follow the link through to the Discord, if you will. Yes, so uh, the show is sponsored by Bueno, uh, by Pablo Stanley. Bueno is launching its own ERC-1155 edition minting platform very soon. They're also here in NFT Paris, and like an idiot, I got a tattoo uh, on (laughs) on... Thursday night uh, that Pablo Stanley designed. So there you go. That's funny, isn't it? What a wally I am. Um, Our artist today is Craig Redman. Craig is the creator of the lovable character 
Darcel disappoints, who you'll all know that I also work really closely with. And he's also half of the art and design duo, Craig and Carl. And he's joined today with the Craig and Carl account. Craig uh, creates bold colors, uh, or sorry, bold and color-filled work. Um, it's filled with simple messages executed in a thoughtful and often humorous way. He's exhibited all around the world, including Paris. Um, he's been to Athens. I'm not going to try and pronounce these uh, museums. And also Shanghai. He's worked uh, on projects with LVMH, uh, Nike, Apple, Google, the Tate Modern, Vogue, the Washington Post, the New Yorker, the New York Times. The list goes on and on. If you want more information, you know, Google Craig and Carl or Darcel Disappoints. Oh, my God, I've got to the end of it. Thank God for that. Craig, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Ben. I'm really good. Thanks so much for having uh, me today. I'm excited to talk uh, talk art. Yes. Well, what a change, because we talk daily, and we talk about, you know, managing a Web3 project, and to be able to actually talk about art and your inspiration and your process, it's a real treat, right? I love it, and I love uh, I, I love hearing the hum of NFT Paris behind you. It's uh, it's very inspiring. It feels uh, feels very exciting. I'm, I wish I was. There. I tell you, Craig, you would love it. It is. It's the most warming feeling to be stood in a room where you can talk to everybody about Web3, which is what, you know, the industry you work in, and everybody understands what you mean and nobody fights you. It is honestly the <laughs> nicest feeling just to be stood around people that get it. Um, and this... I, I, that sounds perfect. Yeah, this place has been packed out. Um, there's been an amazing activation here by Tom Sachs, and there's been some really cool keynote speakers... It's just been a wonderful experience. I'm, if I'm absolutely honest, it's been the team here. They've operationally, they've probably struggled with a few few things. I don't think they quite understood how long people were going to have to queue to get into certain bits and pieces and things like that. But in terms of like getting all of the right people in the space at the same time, they've nailed it. They genuinely have nailed it. And it's been a really, really wonderful, particularly on this side of the Atlantic Ocean. I feel very, very bullish on European Web3 space, which is great. Great, great, great. Um, okay, okay. So, Craig, let's start with a quick introduction from you, by you. Tell us who you are and what you do. Sure. Um, yeah, my name's Craig. I am based in Brooklyn. I am Australian originally. I've been in the States for, uh, I don't even know anymore, 15 plus years. Um, I studied uh, design at Art College, uh, which is where I actually met the other half of Craig and Carl. Um, and we've been working together on that ever since. Uh, I have a character called Darcel Disappoints, which I've been working on since 2007, 2008, and have a PFP project called Dower Darcells. So all those worlds kind of come together in my mind. My work is kind of based on uh, popular culture. I really like to create like very simple, uh, immediate images with like relatively simple gestures and bright colors and often patterns integrated into the work too. I kind of have created this visual language for myself, I think, and all my work kind of fits within that world. A wonderful explanation. <laughs> and uh, I, I've got millions of questions to ask you, which is weird considering we speak so regularly, but I do, these are genuine <laughs> questions that are like, you know, we've never really covered this stuff. So I'm really interested to learn, because I know you went to college and, I, and, and met Carl, uh, Craig, uh, you are Craig, you met Carl. 
and I know, and I, and I know that you then kind of like you, you, you were inspired by like a professor who helped you guys to like get into remixing and all of the, uh, you know, all of these different things. Mm-hmm. But I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to go like further back, like the moment that you decided like art, illustration, design, like whichever way, whichever medium you want to call it, like when you decided that was for you, and 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 you know what, how and why you became an artist. Before we do that, my mom accidentally calls me Carl sometimes, so please don't feel bad. Excellent. About <laughs> calling, <laughs> calling me that. It's been a long association between the two names, so it's totally understandable. Um, my earliest memories of being interested in art and design uh, are. A, I used to carry around as like a 10, 11 year old, I used to carry around a gridded pad that my dad gave to me. My dad is a civil engineer. So, you know, he was interested in like uh, uh, spaces and structure. Um, so he gave me this gridded pad and I would walk around like my grandparents' house and redesign their houses, like what walls I would take down, where I would put the couch. Uh, so it would have these like endless sketches about floor plans and uh, uh, architectural elements that I would like want to switch up and redesign so that kind of idea was always in my head and around that time as well um i was always designing like my initials into logos um so like how do you take the letter forms of c and r and create like interesting shapes or interesting kind of designs um so always like redesigning my name i guess that's very narcissistic but those yeah those ideas were just always in my head i guess it's just part of who i am right like genetically predisposed to like art and design it was always there um and i'm lucky enough that i managed to have a career in that industry you know what is essentially my my hobby you know my interest um so i've been super lucky and uh yeah i really really love what i do fantastic and uh yeah i love that and it's not narcissistic i think everyone every every uh creator goes through that kind of stage early on like redesigning your own stuff like i i get it um, tell us about the art scene where you're from and I can't decide whether I say whether you're from or where, where you live because I know you live in New York right and the art scene there is absolutely insane but I'm, I, I guess the, the idea behind this whole this, this question is like your inspiration so if you think New York is the better answer let me know if not then go with Australia I'm, I'm really <laughs> I'm curious to understand more about that I actually think Australia probably has influenced my uh, my style more than anything. Just growing up in Australia, like it's a very colorful, vivid landscape just because of the lighting there. You know, you got these epic blue beaches and yellow sand and really crazy blue sky and very orange deserts. Um, and I really think those kind of like uh, ideas definitely have followed through my life and influenced my work. Um, there's a very famous Australian artist called Ken Doan. He kind of dips in between, like, I guess, design and art. And as a kid, he was my, my biggest influence for sure. Uh, again, super bright, simple shapes, but still with like elements of storytelling within his work. Um, I even still reference his work today, even though these days he's a little bit more abstracted with what he creates. Um, but my biggest kind of influence as a kid um was uh, australia hosted the world expo um i think it was like 200 years of australia being colonized i guess um and ken doan designed this giant australian four-story high australian sculpture 
which is still a big inspiration to me today. Uh, really simple forms with like different Australian elements integrated into the sculpture. I just absolutely love it. And so I think that Australianness and Ken Doan in particular really influenced my work today. I love that. I'd love to share that actually. If um, at some point you dig that out or I'll, I'll listen back and I'll dig it out. It'd be cool For to sure. share that with, uh, with people. That would be great. Um, uh, I'm going back to my questions. I tell you what, uh, Craig, this is hard, man. Doing this uh, on on a laptop in front of all these people, I don't know how Farouk does it, genuinely. Um, okay, tell me what inspires you, Craig. I really, you've probably heard me say this a few times before, but I, I definitely am mostly inspired by just by my surroundings. Like, it's less about a particular artist or a particular Instagram account. It's more about just being always aware of what's happening around me whether you know i can be i can be influenced or inspired by someone's outfit on the street right like a particular fit that like triggers a whole new color combination in my mind i think you might be getting rugged ben i'm here i'm here i'm here i'm here okay cool. i'm here cool. can you hear me um yeah 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 sorry okay yeah my friend tristan my friend tristan from open seas just come up so uh, oh, cool. I, I, got it, got it, yeah, got it. yeah i'm fine i'm all good yeah, so like honestly, just being inspired by that kind of stuff, or being, I guess, just be, making yourself being aware of the kind of stuff that's going on. Like, I could see like a crumpled flyer in the gutter um, that has, you know, through being messed up, has like recreated the composition of the design or the way the colors sit together. And honestly, that will like trigger a whole new uh, thought process in my head, too. You know what else is a good inspiration? Is like working through your own ideas. So like I might create uh, a piece of art that I think is cool, but as I'm working through that, I'm realizing what maybe the flaws of that are and what uh, I can be approved, uh, what can be approved, improved in the future. So it kind of like triggers this whole new series of things. And that's part of the reason I do like different things like Craig and Carl, like Dower Darcells and Darcell Disappoints because they all stem from one idea. It's just kind of like a... Uh, they each trigger different parts of me, like different parts of what I'm inspired by. You know, it's like this ongoing exploration, I guess, of my art practice. I love that. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, like I, I get the, the <laughs> I get the one we're working through ideas, right? I write things down all the time. I have a notebook next to my bed. I wake up, you know, and I write things in it all the time. And then once a month, I might go back through it and suddenly something that I'd even forgotten I'd thought about like comes to me and I can play through it. The idea of being inspired though by a crumpled flyer, that's really interesting one, Craig. Like <laughs> I I wonder what, what your your process is then though. Like how does that work? So you so you say you see something and it inspires you, you you start thinking about something. Like what's your process then in terms of like creating artwork? Is it is it do you write I things down? Is it go for it. I, I do, yeah. I have a I just use notes on my phone generally to write down ideas, um, and there's forty thousand pages of notes that I have got written down for different. Okay. Um, and then you kind of go through them and try to figure out what ones are worthwhile. Maybe you start to work on some of the ideas, and you can tell maybe they're not going to go anywhere, so you move on to uh, a different idea. I think one thing I am good at is like following through with ideas. Like, you know, if you have a good idea. That's one thing, but like actually following through and being able to figure out how to make it or make it happen is like a whole other thing. 
Um, and I really love to push myself uh, to, to make shit happen, I guess. So I love I that. It's and, one of the and, uh, better traits I have. <laughs> well, Craig, let me tell you something that I've always been really bad at. I've always had like great ideas. And then before I've managed to execute an idea, I've like moved on to the next idea. I've been really guilty of that for a long time. And audio galleries has been born of me being like belligerent and having an idea and being like, no, I'm going to do it. And your encouragement in me doing that has absolutely been like a really, really like critical factor in me actually getting off my ass and doing it and being committed to it. So like that rubs off and it is, you're right. It is such a, a great quality to have. So I like, I'm very, I admire that about you a great deal actually. And, uh, and I'm, very, very pleased to be working with you so closely because it really does rub off. That's really not, good. Not, um, oh, oh, oh sorry, go on, Tristan. To totally, like, jump in here. I wanted, to, I wanted to press this a little bit more because so many artists and creators that I speak to regularly, and also, hi, I'm Tristan. It's great to meet you. Um, they're a huge <laughs> fan. Uh, sorry for just jumping in here in the conversation. Hello, everyone in the room. Also, tweet out this space. This is a... Uh, this is an awesome one and an amazing creator. Um, so make sure that you guys are sharing this far and wide. But uh, advice for creators on how to not get sort of stuck in this pattern of like overwhelmed by inertia or, you know, wanting to perfect the idea before, you know, executing. I know I struggle with this. I think this is applicable across any industry where you have to basically build something and then release it. Um, what what what's your process sort of look like for just saying you know okay i'm ready like we can we can now <laughs> bring this to the world um and not just getting in your own way if that if that makes sense yeah totally i think the the biggest mental shift for me was when i first moved to new york and i just thought to myself what the hell am i waiting for like why am i why am i saving in inverted commas these ideas to try and finesse them and make them better or whatever deranged kind of thought process I had I moved to New York and I was like just do it just get make stuff and get stuff out there that is the most important thing and I think for me just having that cultural shift from being in Australia to being in New York and having you know that allowed me to have that mental shift as well um, it really just encouraged me to like start releasing stuff you know I do try to make st sure stuff is as perfect as possible so I, I, I wouldn't say that, that you know I kind of have backed off on that at all but like, I'm also, of the, also aware of the fact that it needs to be out there for people to see it and to understand it. You know, it's great to be able to show your work to your friends, but ultimately you want to reach a, a bigger and bigger audience. And, you know, Web3, social media, all these things allow us to do that these days. You kind of have to let your guard down a little bit too, because, you know, you put yourself out there, you're going to be judged on your work and what you do. So I, I guess a little bit is like letting go of that too, kind of uh, getting a bit of a, uh, a backbone of steel right to like let yourself go out there and be judged great question tristan thank you and yeah i love it and you're right like if you know uh there's there's an there's an analogy which i'm gonna really fuck up <laughs> but it's like you you miss every shot you don't take right and uh and so you've, you've got to start taking shots for them to, to for them to work out and i think you know i see a lot I see a lot of that in in what Craig does, uh, like, and I know that Craig is an absolute stickler for detail and quality. Like, nothing goes out if it looks shit. But uh, but <laughs> but at the same time, Craig works at a pace, 
and uh, would you say that's a fair representation, Craig? Like the pace that you work at is quite, you know, like you go for it all the time, like every day. Absolutely. I, uh, you're right. I am a pain in the ass in terms of like making sure things look really good. <laughs> I want them to look, look perfect. Right. So, uh, but also like, I guess I've been doing this for so long by myself. Like I'm, I'm pretty disciplined. I know that I can do things relatively quickly in terms of like creating work. If I set myself some mental deadlines, um, I will always try to make sure that things get released on those deadlines. I guess it's like practice more than anything, right? Making sure things look great, but are still actually out there in the world. It's a balance between the two. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Um, I, I'd love to know a bit more about like who your favorite artists are. Like I'd love to, I'd love to understand like a bit more about, so we've talked about inspiration in terms of like where you find it, but tell me a bit more about inspiration in terms of like, you know, who you admire and, and, you know, who you like to go and see or what exit, you know, I, I put that tweet out before the show about tell me your favorite exhibition that you've been to, like, tell me your favorite exhibitions, tell me your favorite artists. Okay. There's a Matisse show on at the moment at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. I believe it's like his uh, latter period, which is when he kind of basically became a graphic designer in his way. Uh, it's like uh, essentially paper cuts and, and big shapes uh, kind of composed in really, really beautiful ways. I'm, I need to get off my butt and just drive to Philadelphia to go and, and see it. That, that period of Matisse means a lot to me uh, and has definitely inspired my work for a really, really long time. So I would love to go and see that show. I think it closes in uh, a couple of weeks. So I got, I got some time. Um, you need to do it. You need to shows? do it. I know. I need to just, this is one of the things where I need to follow through, right? <laughs> yeah, right. For <laughs> sure. My own advice. Uh, there was an amazing show at Brooklyn Museum last year that I was really inspired by. Uh, Warhol, who's my number one artist. Uh, they curated yeah. a show about religion and sex, like specifically those kind of uh, uh, themes within Warhol's work. Uh, and I thought that was a really interesting juxtaposition. Uh, and especially the way the show was curated. It was really beautifully done. Uh, even just the composition of the way th that the work was installed on the walls, in addition to the work itself being absolutely beautiful. Um, and I love it when like curation and art comes together in such a perfect way like that. It was a really, really good show. I love it. Warhol, right? Ben. Imagine if... Oh, go on, Tristan, go for it. No, sorry. So just because you're in Paris and we're talking about incredible shows. Also, I, I went to that show at the Brooklyn Museum and it was, it really was spot on, like a true, like masterpiece in, you know, masterclass in curation. Um, but Ben, while you're in Paris, if this shows up, I saw it last week, there's a Joan Mitchell and Claude Monet um, show at the Louis Vuitton Foundation that is like one of the most incredible things I've ever seen where, you know, there's a water lily, like enormous triptych that usually doesn't exist together and they've come together and it like makes you sad standing, like sitting in this room for an hour being like, how is it possible that these paintings could ever be separated? Oh, um, wow. Like, Joe Mitchell is one of my all time favorites. And it's like, it is worth, worth a, an Uber ride over there. It's really insane. Oh, that's really good to know. Thank you. I will, uh, I'll head over before we're done. That's amazing. Thanks so much. <laughs> I haven't seen any images of that, but I, now that I'm thinking about it, if you see like a Monet, say a water lily painting next to a Joan Mitchell, like abstraction, enormous canvas, I can imagine like those two uh, artists, those particular works like come together perfectly. That sounds so they, good. 
they speak to each other like yeah. I, not, like I've never seen Joan Mitchell's one of my all time favorites, and Claude Monet was my first the first artist I knew by name, and I I mean I just I had to scoop my jaw off the floor uh, at every turn, so it Damn. was it was a really magical one, yeah. I'll have to say, I have some pictures that definitely won't do it justice, but I'm happy to DM you after. <laughs> Please. I love it. I love it. Um, collaborating. Collaborating is like massive for you, Craig. Like you, you know, you, you are an artist in your own right. You create great work, amazing works, but I know how much you love to remix other people's ideas and how much you work, like to work with other brands to create new things. Like talk, talk to us about that and talk to us why that's, such a special part of your process i think it's always been part of me because uh i think you had alluded to this before but like in the very first semester of my first year of art college a professor teamed carl and i up um to work on a project together and we've been working on projects together ever since you know 300 years later um and i think just because of that like uh, twist of fate i guess I grew up in my uh, uh, art and design years, like collaborating with someone. So because of that, it's just part of my, my DNA. It's kind of how I work. Um, and I get the most fulfillment out of that because you can bring other people into the process, right? It's not just like a singular vision. You know, the idea of an artist sitting alone in their studio, tormented coming up with their, their ideas. The idea of collaboration brings other people into your work um, and it brings new ideas into your work, which is the most important. It could be another artist, it could be a designer, community, even brands, you know, collaborating with brands or clients. I think, you know, I'm interested in that as well because I want people's perspective, who it's kind of targeted towards, you know, to be involved. So I just, I just love the process. Amazing. Thank you. I'm just about to pin something to the top, everyone. And uh, I'm going to enjoy the fact that someone's just shouting next to me. It was just like that. Come on, baby. And I'm just going to play this little jingle quickly, Craig, just because this is what I do play when the mint goes live. Artist edition is live. And so we have a mint that has gone live with a absolutely beautiful piece of your work, a Craig and Carl piece called 15 Friends. Um, holders of the Audio Gallery's Mint Pass can now either go to the Audio Gallery's Twitter or to the official links in the Audio Gallery's Discord. They can find the link for that Manifold page and they can mint this edition. Um, and I've extended the uh, mint time to this one for, for because I'm hosting today and I'm traveling tomorrow. So I've extended it to 48 hours rather than 24. So that is live, Craig. And uh, I would love to know a little bit more about this piece, if you can share that with us. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I really adore this piece, actually. It's, uh, it's called 15 Friends. Um, so it's kind of an amalgamation of like 15 people, uh, whether they're acquaintances, people I've met, friends. Um, and I've kind of like used my uh, memories to like create 15 portraits, right? Um, and then the idea was to like use this base of 15 friends and like be able to create um, through code, uh, like different combinations. So often with the artwork, you'll see one face on the right-hand side and a different face on the left-hand side. And I liked kind of like metaphorically how that alludes to like the different relationships we have in our life. 
Uh, ones that are temporary might be someone you met out for one night or more permanent ones through friendships and relationships. And I like how that, you know, it evolves. That's life. Um, so, yeah, using code, I like that we could just randomly generate then 90 different uh, split portraits, which is what makes up the entirety of the work. And the work is a loop. So, you know, if you have a playing on loop, then in theory, it's not really 90. It's an endless combination of, uh, uh, of different people and relationships that you have in your life. That was kind of the idea behind it. I love it. And do you know what? It's actually a really, really good uh, example for us to use for one of the infinite objects. And I don't mean to, this isn't like a shameless plug. <laughs> um, but obviously, you know, their, uh, their physical pieces, they loop continually. So if you create a really cool GIF or a really cool like uh, image that, that moves, you know, it will always loop. And... Uh, so it's always really important. I, th I think this piece is a really like wonderful piece um, to to be able to have like on a continuous loop because it will just feel like it's going on and on and on and on, which um, which is a, a really uh, like a great thing to be able to see physically too, like a like a canvas, you know. Like it, I I'm really I'm really really excited to see this one physically as well as digitally, for sure. It's definitely designed to be able to loop. I mean, if you can view it through infinite objects or however, even on screen looping, like I think that, that's definitely the way it should be seen if possible. For sure. Um, I am, so thank you so much for sharing that with us and, and thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for, uh, for allowing us to mint it. I know that the, the community are really going to enjoy this one. Um, let's talk about Web3 then, because uh, I'm, I'm really interested to like understand a bit more about like how you discovered the space. Oddly enough, the very first, um, my very first foray into Web3 was through uh, Craig and Carl. Uh, we started minting uh, portraits, uh, version, not exactly what you're seeing with 15 friends, but actually portraits of uh, celebrities um, on foundation, uh, you know, during the pandemic when a lot of people discovered Web3. That was my initial foray into discovering how the whole process worked. So it's kind of cool to be able to come sort of full circle back with this piece. Um, and through minting, um, Craig and Carl work, we got to meet collectors and then it kind of like triggered the idea about how, you know, I could move further into this with Darcel, my character. And that's kind of where the idea of like creating, um, Dara Darcells came from, uh, which is the PFP project that I'm the founder of. Uh, you know, this as well, Ben, the, uh, the original idea for Dara Darcells, the PFP project was created, uh, through an exhibition I did in Paris, ironically, where you are, uh, where I created also celebrity versions of Darcel, uh, 150 of those. And like when I created those uh, celebrity portraits, it's, it, that's kind of when I realized that by changing traits, I could give Darcel different personalities. Um, and, and that's kind of really what the uh, origin of, I guess, of Dara Darcel's uh, was originally. Yeah, really, really cool. And uh, I'm like... I, I love the fact that you found your way into the space via Craig and Carl. And then like, you've had this whole Darcel journey in the middle. Like what, what has that been like? You know, like if, can you, can you concisely describe the last 12 months? Cause I know you're almost at a year since uh, Darcel's minted. Yeah. We're close to our first year anniversary, which is pretty exciting. It's, it's a crazy journey. I mean, even the journey to getting to the initial mint for the PFP project was insane. Like I think of the, uh, 
I, I definitely wow. have never worked that hard in my entire life. Um, in the six months kind of leading up to, to Mint, creating, you know, 10,000 pieces, uh, everyone involved in the, in the project, it was a really mind-bending journey. So to getting to the Mint stage was like a massive achievement. And then to be able to like create everything that we've created in a short one-year period, I'm just so blown away by like what we've managed to achieve both as a team and as a community. And it's just really exciting and inspiring for me. You know, I take total inspiration from the project. Um, and yeah, I'm just super excited about the stuff that we're going to have coming out later this year as well. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's really exciting. Setting my hair on fire right now. <laughs> and I've been working with you on it and it's great to see your energy like that. Exactly. Like, tell us a bit that, Tell us about your plans then in Web3 for the future. Like, is this the space that you now like call home or do you, you, do you continue to create? I know that like the 15 friends idea, like that, that has existed through exhibitions and like, you know, like real life exhibitions in, uh, in, in proper galleries. Like what, where do you see Web3 within your career going forward? Yeah, we should mention that the uh, a lot of the pieces from 15 Friends, a lot of the portraits in there are derived from exhibitions that I've had at museums. So some of the portraits are from the Leo Haisu Art Museum in Shanghai. Some are from the Museum of Brisbane um, exhibition that we had there a couple of years ago. And I love, you know, the, the reason Web3 is cool because it's like an, you can extend real world experiences in a new way. It's like a new twist, a new idea on how to show your work to a different audience, to a bigger audience. And that's what I love about Darcel through to Darrell Darcells. It's why it makes sense for, for Craig and Carl. You know, you have your initial idea about how you can create a giant portrait that people can go and see in the real world. Uh, and this is like turning it into a different experience, right? That's the journey. That's kind of what I mean by how you expand on and extend ideas. Right. You don't want it to just sit in one particular place in time. You want it to be able to last, hopefully, through your life. Right. So to do that, you need different mediums. And Web3 is a perfect medium to do that. Absolutely. And I tell you that the art buzz here in Paris today is like nothing I've ever seen. You've got the team from Super Rare here. You've got like the founder of Renga here, the team from uh, uh bueno and humankind to hit like that there, there is a real there's a real focus on art at the moment and interestingly just before i came onto this spaces i held a little dawa darcells uh community meetup craig and it was fantastic it was uh we had a little picture taken in front of the, the enormous inflatable darcell that is here in nft paris and it was a lot of fun but the the community members who all made the effort to come and speak like they were unanimous in the sense that there's so much going on in this space, but actually the thing that really like unites us right now until for a, for a while, I think too, until the tech really takes off and starts to onboard from all kinds of uh, spaces and areas. And, and, you know, there are all kinds of things that applications of the technology, but actually art is the thing that connects us. And it was really, it was that, that was my, inclination when i started like pulling this show together and it's that that really keeps me motivated in the space and i know that it's absolutely like something that you're really really passionate about right i think it's that's why i love so much about audio galleries you're bringing artists and collectors together right instead of it being like two separate entities and, and web3 does that as well i uh 
yeah, shout out to the Dowd Ourselves community. I saw obviously the photo of the meetup and made my heart melt totally. Even though I'm staring at <laughs> it was really nice in Brooklyn. <laughs> it looks so sweet and so nice. Yeah, no, it's good. It was great to have people together, and it's great to be able to, um, yeah, like you know, there's some really cool shit going on here as well, right? And on the super rare stage, for an example, they've got an, uh, a thing called Botto, B-O-T-T-O, Botto Dow. And the Botto Dow is like an AI generation thing. <laughs> there's my great explanation of it. But they, um, they actually like, they allow the community that have minted it to vote on their favorites all the way through. And they, they do like a knockout and then the piece that becomes the final piece, they are now selling via Superette, and the work is incredible. And they've been doing one here. So you're able to go into this booth. There's like 50 images that are all playing. You then they get to come out, hit a QR code, um, vote on the pieces that you've just looked at, the ones that you like, until you get down to the one. You have to choose one in the end that is your favorite. And they're getting everybody to do that, to create a favorite of favorites. And then they're going to mint that... Um, uh, I think via super rare. I'm not sure, but they, but how cool is that? Right. In terms of like application of the technology, creating like an experience around web three and around art, like these things that they're, they're, I see and I hear about new things in the space from an art point of view all the time. And they get me so hyped up every time. I love it. It's so perfect. See, it's the exact direction that Web3 should be heading in from an, an, an art perspective, right? Bring Absolutely. Community and art and making, you know, allowing the community to make those kind of choices. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely agree. Um, I hope everybody has taken the opportunity to uh, retweet the... Oh, goodness me. We, our space has crashed, didn't it? So actually... The, uh, the Infinite Objects competition isn't in my pinned tweets anymore, which is a real bummer. I'm sorry about that, everybody. Um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to do the draw after the spaces, just because, like, honestly, logistically, managing this space has probably been one of the most challenging things I've ever had to do as a host, ever, ever, ever. So I'm going to do that independently afterwards. What I've just done while Craig was talking is take, like, a screenshot all the people who are in this space right now so i know when i pull a winner it will be someone who was in attendance and that's something that's really important um but i'm not going to do it during the show okay um i want to do oh yes i love this so craig i've got some quick fire uh questions that i ask everybody that comes on and they are um there's some cool questions so i would like you to answer tell me your favorite film or movie? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Pink Flamingos by John Waters. Oh, wow. I don't know it. How do I not know it? You're going to tell me it's like <laughs> iconic and I should know it and I don't know it. It's iconic and you should know it, Ben. <laughs> oh, bugger. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll make, a lo- I'll make a note to look for it. Your favorite book? Oh, God. Uh, one that always sticks in my mind is The Corrections by Jonathan Franzen. Okay. I do know that. And it's wonderful. So... Excellent. Your favorite, your favorite, and you're not allowed to. Uh, are you allowed to choose Darcel? Maybe you are. Maybe you can say Darcel and then choose another. Your favorite fictional character. Oh, he's not even fictional, though, is he? He's you, so he doesn't count. He's half, half fictional. I count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's a hard one. It is, uh, isn't it? 
Okay, I got a really obscure reference. There's this character in Australia called Molly Grubbs. It was a TV show when I was growing up. That was always right. my favorite. Right. <laughs> awesome. I, uh, someone asked me the other day what mine was because I keep asking the question. Tintin. I love oh, Tintin. Yeah. God, I loved Tintin as a kid. My God. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. That's a good one. Um, okay, and is Tristan still on the space? Hey, Tristan, still are you still there? What's your yeah. favorite uh, fictional character? Non- uh, yeah, fictional character. Tell me. Um, oh, gosh, it's hard. Okay, if anyone knows Rocket Power, Reggie Rocket no. was, uh, no. was my favorite growing up. <laughs> uh, excellent. I'll look it up. <laughs> Gets more and more spurious. I love it. Um, Cyclone came on and said Tyler, Tyler Durden from Fight Club. And I was like, whoa, you went the other way with that. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're all Craig. like innocent little like like childhood. I know everyone's thinking of Disney. Tintin and Disney, <laughs> like just like happy Pixar characters. Yeah, yeah. Like, Fight Club is a different is definitely a different direction. Yeah, I know he went rogue on that one. <laughs> good, good, good one though. Um, your favorite brand, uh, Craig? Like fashion brand or any brand in the world? It could be any brand in the world, but knowing you, it's likely to be a fashion brand. Go for it. <laughs> That's a that's a weird question, Ben. Any brand in the world, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think my favorite. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus in on fashion here. My favorite brand is Mani, the Italian okay. luxury brand. Nice, nice. I little I had an inkling you might have said Colette, but then I suppose Colette was like a collection of brands, right? Colette is a singular brand. I I'm gonna change my answer and say Colette. <laughs> 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 okay your favorite place your favorite place in the whole world uh god it's got to be my family home my parents uh still live in the family home that i grew up so it has to be that oh that's nice i thought you were going to say that or you were going to say I'm uh, sentimental that's great i thought you might have said the museum of modern uh i can't is it Mo- moma moma MoMA, it's, it's a place close to my heart, but it doesn't compare to my childhood bedroom, for sure. Of course. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> okay, and your favorite cuisine? Oh, God. Um, probably Mediterranean. Nice. Yeah. I love Italian food. Absolutely. Great. Mediterranean, you can pull in a few. <laughs> bunch of different flavors in there so that's good awesome yeah great answers thank you very much um i am we we're good i think we're good to take like a few questions i don't know tristan if you have another question but if anyone else does you have a few minutes to jump up and uh, and ask a couple of questions please make sure that they are related to this show uh this doesn't need to be darcel questions <laughs> i imagine some are coming up what when utility when lambo <laughs> Um, but if anybody does want to come up and ask a, a question of Craig, um, specifically like around his artistic creation, that would be wonderful. Um, but don't feel compelled. You don't, you don't have to. No one is so far. I think we've been very thorough. <laughs> Tristan, yeah, you are you covered, good? You have, uh, I mean, I, I could think of something to ask Craig. Uh, Craig, right now... Um, which like larger collections in web three are exciting to you and or communities? I'm just curious. I'm still always inspired by um, what artifact do with clone X. Um, yeah, I definitely. think that the way that they approach 
the space is really smart. Um, uh, for me, they're like, uh, yeah, they're, they're the inspiration for sure. I like the story arc they give everything. Um, yeah, the way that they both bring in the community with challenges and their releases. I, for me, that's the, they're, they're number one. Yeah. I, I had a coffee this morning, ne- uh, sorry, yesterday morning next to the team from Artifact. And I was desperate to go over. <laughs> I've managed to blag a pass into the VIP lounge. I don't know how I did it, but I've managed to blag it. So I go in, I go in there for my coffees. And I've, I've what been questions in there. have you got? Oh, I, I tell you, I've, I've introduced myself to some wicked people. I was in there and I was like, there's Snowfro, who's the CEO of Artblocks. <laughs> I, I ran over and I was like, do you want to come on my show in, in addition? And he was like, I come in an addition. I do generative art, you idiot. And I was like, oh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> shot. I, so I had to shoot my shot. He said, let me, he, he gave me his card. And he was like, um, I've had an idea, though. I could join you and do something and bring an artist on with me using the, the, the generative technology. Like, it was a cool idea he had, but he was like, I can't do that. Don't be silly. And I was like, okay. Yeah, fair one, fair one. Um, but there have been some cool people here. Way. Yeah. I also. Yeah, Ben's I, just over in Paris being shameless. Just oh, I'm yeah. totally shameless. Ran up to Betty yesterday <laughs> from Deadfellas and I was like, hey, Betty, you don't remember me. And she said, how do you know I don't? And I was like, because I've never met you before. <laughs> <laughs> I've just really interviewed you. Yeah. yeah. And I, I said to her, can I take a photograph with you? Because I need to post it on Twitter. <laughs> She oh, was like, man. "Yeah, no, you're, she loved." You're she not laughed. cool at all, Ben. <laughs> she laughed. She was like, "Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Get that content, Ben." Exactly, exactly. Craig, um, I am so grateful for you coming up and uh, and chatting with us today. It's been wonderful. Um, I'm going. We've got this mint for 48 hours. So tomorrow afternoon, when I'm back blighty, uh, I will uh, give the whole thing another push and a bit of a polish. But I'm so grateful for everybody else also who came over after we were time round um, for joining. Tristan, I am so grateful for you coming up and sending <laughs> a couple of tweets and just helping me out <laughs> while I've been sat here struggling in Paris. But it's been one of my favorite shows uh, to, to host. Craig, you are uh, immensely inspiring to me. Um, I love working with you also. Um, so I can't tell you how pleased i am that you've come up and joined me and uh i'm looking forward to chatting next week about work or whatever it is we've got to do <laughs> um that's so sweet thank you ben thank you for inviting me to like um being able to um show and mint this work i, I appreciate it no problem the pleasure is mine tristan thanks for coming up i really appreciate your time as well i'm gonna play us pleasure. out i'm gonna play us out with craig's choice of play out tune and i'm also going to publish the audio galleries uh, track list now because we've got like eight tracks and so we can start adding to it but i feel like it's enough now for people to listen to but this is one of my favorite songs also craig so well played to you this is let it happen by tame impala i'm gonna play the full fucking seven minutes and i don't care who knows so hang around if you want to listen otherwise have a great day and uh, GM, and I appreciate you, and I will speak to you soon. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. This is Audio Galleries.
conversations. Connecting collectors and art enthusiasts with